Well, good afternoon, almost evening to everybody. I hope everybody had a really good weekend. Um, this is the Texas Tech Kansas State recap edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. Um, you know, again, this is probably uh, probably second to the West Virginia game, maybe even tied. Um, probably the most. This will be one of the most frustrating um, recaps uh, for me personally to do just because uh, last night was a very frustrating game uh, in a lot of a lot of ways. We're going to recap it. We'll talk kind of where where does uh, the program go from here. Um, and when I go from here, meaning this season, we're not going to talk. I, I know there are people here. Here's my advice. Don't assume everything on Twitter or X or whatever it's called this week is a majority. And that, that's true in anything, sports, politics, for sure. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's very easy to download the app, the tw- Twitter app, X app, and just go to town and tweet your thoughts. Um, it's very easy to do that. And I'm not saying, and I'm, and I'm not saying it shouldn't be easy to do that. I don't, I don't believe in censorship. Um, I think that was a problem in the previous Twitter regime, but anyway, I don't, I think the bottom line, I'm about to chase a bunny trail here is don't get so caught up in hashtags and this, that, or the other um, overreactions. Um, That's why, and I said this before, that's why I try to do like a 24-hour rule, and it's not quite 24 hours yet, but, you know, it's at least almost, it's like 18 hours after the game. Because I think when you do recap shows, and and there there are podcasts that do this, I think when you do a recap show like right after the game, there's a lot of raw emotions and, and you tend to say things that are just wild and mean at times. Um, you know, and again, I'm not pick, I'm not even going to say the name of the podcast. I mean, I do, cause I listen to several tech podcasts, but I mean, there was one last night. It was like, change the locks. Don't let, you know, Zach Kitley come in I'm like, dude, calm down. Um, we can be frustrated. We're going to talk about that, you know, the play calling and everything in this, in this podcast, but you know, make no mistake. There is no one on that coaching staff that is purposefully trying to lose. That we should lock them out of the office after a game. I mean, you can't be. If that's the type of fan you are, number one, you're going to have an early grave because your blood pressure is probably spiking too much. But number two, you're never going to be happy because um, I guarantee you, even if you were like a fan of Georgia. You're probably going to gripe about some, you know, Georgia. Oh, they barely beat Vanderbilt yesterday, Um, you know. And I get, and again, I get the frustration. I'm a frustrated Tech fan right now too, but I I try to be. I try to be with these podcasts a little bit more analytical when I give my opinion. And 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 I'm not. I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination on plays and all that. So you're getting my observations, but you're also getting my observations you know, at least 12, 18, sometimes 24 hours after the fact, because I think it's, I do think it's important to collect your thoughts, um, and then kind of go from there. So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, so let's, let's talk about the Kansas state game last night here. Here's my number one frustration. I'm tired of losing to Kansas state. Um, you've beaten them once in the past 10 years and you really go back to 2009. You've only beaten them twice since then you beat them in 09 and then you beat them in uh, 20, 2015. Um, and 
I heard so I heard a couple of people say, well, you haven't played them all the time. Actually, you have. The only year you didn't play Kansas State was 2010. You didn't play them. Um, that was the last year where you had the Big 12 with 12 teams. Beyond that, you've played them every year. And it it almost it almost feels like every year it's the same script with Kansas State. You know, you get close and then stuff happens and it just it crumbles in the end. And it, I think, first of all, you got to credit Kansas State. Kansas State, with Bill Snyder and, and, and Chris Kleiman has continued it, they are a very well-disciplined team. They are a team that does not make mistakes. And when you make mistakes, they are very effective at exploiting those mistakes. And that was that was certainly on, on note on scene last night. Um, when you made some, and you made some pretty bad mistakes, they, they exploited it and, you know, credit, credit to them. You know, that's why, I mean, I will tell you, you know, I am totally good with the Kansas state team running the table, winning the big 12. I have no, I have no sports hate for Kansas state really. I mean, really in any sport, to be honest with you, I mean, I I wanted to hire their basketball coach, uh, uh, you know, away from them last year. So they probably would have sports hated us. Um, but I, I think that's the frustration. I think that's the number one frustration with me is, like, at some point, can we beat Kansas State? Uh, Mahomes did it once, only once. Um, and then you, I mean, you just go back and look at the Kansas State games through the years, and it's, it always seems like there's a moment where the game is there for Tech to win, and then something happens, you make a mistake, and then Kansas State just exploits the heck out of the mistake, and and that was true last night. Um, you know, you got to, you got off to a bit of a slow start. And you, you were you were down ten to nothing at one point. Um, you were able to, you know, get your first score, and then and, uh, you know, let's talk about you know Morton. Morton played the first half. Um, I thought he did okay. Um, you know, really, I thought the offense. There were some good moments in the first half. I wonder, and again, I'm, I'm trying to be careful here because I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want this podcast to be roast Zach Kitley, roast the coach coaches. There's going to be a lot of people doing that. Um, I do wonder why was Taj Brooks, why did he disappear last night? Um, and, I, and I know probably Kansas State, a lot of that had to do with the Kansas State defensive scheme. Um, they, you know, they were stacking people up in the box to shut that down. I think what you could have done is maybe – kind of go to the more screen screen type games with that. Um, you know, the first score when you got to first and goal and basically you did not, Tosh Brooks was never involved for that rest of that drive at first and goal. And, and it was not only that he wasn't involved, but you did a lot of gimmicky type plays. That's the part that I wonder about because I get, you know, maybe they're stacking – you know, eight people in the box and you can't, you know, rushing is going to be a no-go there. But I don't know if if it's the best to go to like a gimmicky type play set. You know, could you have done maybe some screens and some maybe bootleg type things? I don't know. And part of that might have been Morton was hurt. Um, but you, you you somehow you got the score. You ended up going to have to go for it on fourth and goal. And you, you end up uh, Morton scores on a QB sneak. You get it to 10 to 7. Um, then Kansas state unleashes Avery Johnson. And I'm not talking about the former Mavs coach. 
former Spurs player, former Alabama coach. That dude, he looks like Sunshine from the Remember the Titans. And holy shnikes, that guy, Tech had, I mean, that was like, they couldn't stop him. And defense, this is probably the defense's worst game um, this season. And that's frustrating because, you know, defense has really, even in your losses, defense has kept you in the game. And so when they're no going and then your offense is struggling, it you're not going to win games. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Um, and they just all night didn't have an answer to stop Avery Johnson. So that was that was frustrating. But, I mean, you were able to get to 17-14 at the half, and you kind of felt like going in at halftime um, that you had a shot. You had a shot to, you know, you tighten some things up and, you know, you were going to be okay. You come out in the second half, and and Morton's Morton's done for the night, and so you got Jake Strong in there, and you know, Jake Strong struggled. Let's let's be let's be blunt, but I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't blame him for the struggles. He's he's a true freshman, and I mean I can I can't imagine. Here you go, true freshman. We're handing you the keys to play Kansas State, the defending Big Twelve champions, um, down three points. Come back for us. And, you know, the first first couple drives, I thought he looked pretty good. You know, you got you were able to take the lead, uh, get, get it to 21 to 17. Um, and then it starts to fall apart. Number one, you got Avery Johnson again. Um, and that was all precipitated by a third down penalty, which that if, if there's an Achilles heel on this tech defense, it's inopportune third down penalties when you stopped them. That has happened multiple times this year. You're going all the way back to the Wyoming game. And when that happens, I mean, it's like a dagger through the heart. They Typically, the other team scores. And, you know, that happened again last night. Um, again, I, I felt like you were, okay, you were in okay shape when they scored to come back. You know, I thought, you know, okay, well, we could involve, you know, Taj Brooks some more. Um, and then, you know, Jake Strong throws his first of three interceptions. Here, Here's... Here's my wondering again, um, and again I get Tosh Brooks. Maybe you couldn't have utilized him as much in the rushing game because Kansas State was stacking the box. Um, I just think if when you have a true freshman quarterback, maybe if you're going to have to throw the ball, maybe throw some short screens. And I know you had Tharp was out last night. You still had Baylor Cup in there. I, I just think. Maybe if you're going to have to pass, have some passes that are less risky for that for that quarterback. Now, a couple things. Maybe they felt like Jake Strong could do it. Maybe they, they had confidence in him. And, you know, again, I, I think he saw flashes of, of good from Jake Strong. And, you know, and I'm, I'm not blaming him at all for the performance. It was just... I think he was put in a pretty bad situation um, for most of the second half. Um, but th- I guess the thing I'm confused about is why are we chucking it downfield, making those throws that I, I just I just think a true freshman quarterback's not prepared for. And it, it almost felt like last night that the second half was kind of treated like, hey, it's an NFL preseason game. Let's see what Jake Strong um, has. Let's see what ability he has. And I, and I don't think that's the case. I don't think, certainly don't think the coaches felt that way. But that's that's my confusion. Um, and it just, 
you know, it snowballed. It, it just snowballed and, and it fell apart. You end up losing 38 to 21. It's, it's your worst loss this year, uh, score wise. Um, you know, the other, other losses have been, you know, within a touchdown and obviously a lot of frustration right now. The, 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 the big question is going to be, where does tech go from here? You know, I don't know. Um, I, I don't, I, it's it, the, the schedule doesn't get any easier, but I, I don't necessarily think the schedule gets any harder either. I just, I just think the Big Twelve is just very even this year, and and you, you know you look you look at the remaining games, maybe with the exception of UT, but again, Oklahoma was able to exploit some weaknesses UT had, and I think you could do the same thing. I think all the games left on the schedule are winnable. But all the games left on the schedule are are losable as well. Um, and, you know, starting with next week, you know, you, you open up as a, I think it's like a two-point favorite. You know, BYU looked awful yesterday against TCU. BYU has looked awful against the old Big 12 teams. Um, having said that, when this schedule came out, I, I circled this BYU game as a potential trap game for Tech because... I don't know. I just it reeks of Colorado during the Leach era. That's what it reeks of, and I hate that because Colorado was the Achilles heel of Mike Leach for many many seasons, and and so you kind of look at that and you kind of think, oh, um, BYU hadn't looked good, but could they could they come out and and, and beat you? And yeah, certainly I think they can. Um, you've struggled on the road yourself. And so that's that's another component of it. And then now there's the question: uh, Does Morton play or not? Um, Joey McGuire basically seemed to seem to say that he they think he's going to play. Um, we'll see. But I, I think even if he plays, probably won't be at 100. percent And so again, you know, you, you you kind of hope you can get back to what you did so effectively with Baylor and Houston, and just feed Taj. Another guy you hope you can get back soon is Mason Tharp. Um, I think that's a big, big missing cog in the offense as well, um, because you know you you've had a lot of success this year when you involve the tight end, and if you can get both those tight ends on the field at the same time, you've got more weapons. Um, you know, again, the wide receiver situation—it's just you've got you, they'll they'll get good they'll catch a couple good passes during the game, but I just. I don't see – there's not a wide receiver on this team that is going to go off for, you know, 100 yards or, you know, whatever. It's They're just not there. And, you know, certainly that's that's frustrating as well. Um, you know, defense, I'm, I'm going to treat yesterday as kind of an aberration. I think, you know, Tim DeRuiter has proven that he's, he's able to make adjustments and, and – you know, again, they were put in bad situations by turnovers, and that was probably part of it too. And then, you know, just Avery Johnson, they just had no answer all day. So please, someone someone recruit him. Throw some NIL buddy at Avery Johnson. Not in the Big 12. Uh, SEC, come on, Arkansas, I know you got money. Throw some, throw some NIL money at uh, Avery Johnson, please. Um, so here's the thing. This There's a very real possibility this team doesn't go to a bowl game. And... I know there's going to be a lot of weeping and gnashing of teeth and, oh, we hired a con. I've, I've seen this already. We hired a con man. He doesn't know what he's doing. I think the reality of this football team 
was, you know, you last year, every one score game you were in, you won. And this year it's been the complete opposite. And so I think, I think the, I don't, I don't, I just don't think you're very much better than you were last year. And last year, all the balls dropped for you. I mean, everything was going, coming up, you know, snake eyes basically. And so again, what does that say about Joey McGuire and the program? It takes, you know, it, it takes a while to rebuild a program and, and make no mistake. This is, there's, there's, there's having to be a rebuild. You look, and I, and I hate to roast Matt Wells here, but you look at the previous uh, staff's recruiting, it was awful. I mean, you were finishing in dead last in the Big 12. And so talent-wise, when you're comparing yourself to the Big 12, your Big 12 peers, there's still a big gap, um, you know, amongst the, the teams you're playing. Is it is it becoming less of a gap? I think absolutely. You know, last week's Baylor game, to me, shows that. Um, and I know Baylor is having a down year, but I think, I think that shows something. Um, and you look at the recruiting classes you've been able to bring in, you know, people you've brought into the transfer portal. Um, I think things are getting better. It's just, we're impatient as fans and we want I mean, I think, I think we all thought, oh, well, we can make that next step. And, and certainly, you know, the coach, you know, you know, Joey McGuire, talked up this team, which a lot of people are, you know, ba- you know, bagging on him for doing that. I, I'm not bagging on him for that. Um, I'd rather have a coach talk up the football team than, you know, it, it kind of, it felt like a lot of times with Matt Wells um, and, uh, and even with Cliff that, oh, we'll just, if we can get to six wins, you know, cause it's hard to get people to come to Lubbock. That's kind of the, the attitude you kind of felt like in those previous coaching staffs. And, you know, I, I'd rather I'd rather have a coach that talks it up and then yeah if we lose we lose you know we'll take our lumps um and then I mean you're three and four all is not lost like I said I think your your remaining five games are imminently winnable but they're all imminently losable um you know and I think obviously to have a hope to get to a bowl game you got to win next week and you're just gonna have to take it one week at a time. Um, I think you win next week, you, you, you get your bye week and then you, you play an early Thursday game against TCU, which I, I, I'm not real sold on them being imminently better than you. So I think that's a winnable game. And then you, you end up having a little bit of almost a de facto second bye week, um, leading up to going to Kansas. How good is Kansas? They lost to Oklahoma state who lost to South Alabama earlier in the year. Again, this Big 12 conference, it's 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 going to be like this I think every week. You're going to have people that you think, "Oh, they're they're certainly going to beat them easily." And then they're going to turn around and lose. Look at Iowa State. Iowa State, you know, left for dead pretty much at the beginning of the season. Matt Campbell's trying to fight fans, and now they're 3 and 1. Um and you can make the argument, "Oh, well they really haven't pl- played anybody or beaten anybody." That might be so, but you can only play the schedule you're you're given. And when I look at the rest of Texas Tech's schedule, uh, there's a lot there's a lot more winnable games on the table. Uh, you just it, 
it's going to, I think it's all going to come down to the offense. And if the offense can function, it's, it's going to be hard if you're playing Jake Strong just because he's young. Can you win with him? I think you can. Um, be harder, but I think you can win uh, with with Strong with your quarterback. Um, I guess the other thing with the quarterback situation is why is Texas Tech having such struggles with injuries at the quarterback position? What is is it an offensive scheme thing? Is it a strength and conditioning thing? That that's a question, and I don't and I don't know the answer to that. But that's something that I look at. I'm like, hmm, why can we have some? I mean, it, that's been a frustration. That that even dates back to, you know, the days of Cliff. I mean, you haven't you you go back and look even post the 08 magical magical season. How many seasons has Texas Tech had now where they're having to play multiple quarterbacks? That's not good. That's not a formula for success. Um, and I, that's 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 a frustration too. So you just you just hope Baron Morton is okay, and if not, you know, have an offensive game plan that plays to the strengths that Jake Strong has, and just kind of go out there. Um, but here's the bottom line: I'm I've long time ago I've I've become a person that my happiness in life is not based on if my teams are winning or losing. Now, a lot of that's because I'm a Cowboys fan and we lose a lot. <laughs> but, you know, it should be an interesting game next week. I'm still a Tech fan. I'm still I'm still feeling like football is headed in the right direction. It's just, you know, I think you're, you've, you've had a lot of really, really bad luck this year. And some of it's self-inflicted bad luck, for sure. Um, but you know, I, I'm, I'm just not going to be a sky is falling type guy. And I'm not, and I'm not going to call for anybody's job either. Um, there, there's certainly questions I have. And I think those, all of those things, those are, those are going to be, you know, Joey McGuire will evaluate the coaching staff at the end of the year. Like he always, like any co- head coach does. And if changes are made, then they're made, I, I, you know, Joe blow me ain't going to be someone that has the power. I'm going to call for a coach's head. I just, I'm not doing that. And, and and part of that is I grew up a coach's son. And so the default always is let's blame the coach. If the team's losing, that's, that's a very narrow minded way to look at um, why teams are losing. I'll just tell you that right, right now. So again, the rest of the big 12, it was insane. Um, Oklahoma state, what a game that was. They were left for dead few weeks ago, look at what they're doing. And really, I mean, Tech is not in as bad of a position as Oklahoma State was or as Iowa State was. Um, you, you've got you've got some opportunities here. So um, what a win for Oklahoma State. Again, how good is Kansas? We, we don't know. Um, I still – it is kind of bad that Tech doesn't get to play Cincinnati, though, because I think they beat them. Um, you know, and then you look at the Houston-West Virginia game on Thursday we talked about. That was, you know, Houston, who I think is probably one of the worst teams in the Big 12, able to get a win over West Virginia, who you, I mean, that was a frustrating loss, as we've talked about. So it, it's it's just an interesting, it's, 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 the Big 12 is so interesting. It, it's I think it's going to be very similar to basketball, this football conference, where every every time you're playing, you can win or lose very easily. There's just a lot of teams that are even with each other. 
that causes the perception that, oh, you're a weak conference now. But, you know, ESPN, talking heads, don't listen to them on really much anything. <laughs> this, is what, this would be my piece of advice. So, anyway, that's going to be our recap show. Um, again, go enjoy yourself. I, I, I intend on enjoying myself. I'll probably watch a little bit of the ALCS tonight. Um, go Rangers. That's who I'm for because we've got Josh Young. Um, plus, I don't know, Houston, they're, they're like the Patriots of the Major League Baseball now. We, when they need to be humbled. <laughs> And I'm still not, I'm still not as good on Houston being in the AL. I, it still feels weird to me, and it really took us took away from the opportunity to have an all Texas World Series. So, you know, come on, uh, who was that? Bud was that Bud Selig? It's responsibility, or was that Manfred? I don't know. But uh, anyway, I, should be a fun, should be a fun series. I, my gut tells me it's. It's still Houston. You got you, but you know Houston's still the team. But as Ric Flair says, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And the Rangers got the opportunity to do that, and they've been playing lights out in this playoff uh, run so far. So, would love to see see them get the get the upset win. And I mean, then the other other series, I guess by default, I'm for the Diamondbacks, just because. Um, they are the parent team of the Amarillo Sod Poodles, the Texas League champions, by the way. So, yeah, Diamondbacks Rangers World Series. What a what a wild what a wild World Series matchup that would be. I don't know, but um, should be interesting. You know, I don't know. I but Major League Baseball. Why are we having games during the school day in the playoffs? That's another thing. That's weird. You know, come on now, come on, man. So. Anyway, I hope everybody has a really good week, and my plan for next week is I'm going to probably record Friday, and it'll probably be a late Friday record, because I'm, I'm going to go see that new Killers of the Flower Moon movie, um, Martin Scorsese, so it's like a three-hour movie, it's a very long movie, <laughs> so I will probably either record late Friday night or early Saturday, and then we will do the uh, Texas Tech BYU recap show next Sunday, but have a good week. And, and again, sports is there for you to enjoy. Don't let, I mean, seriously. And I, and I, and I've been that way before. I mean, when the Cowboys lost or when tech lost it, I mean, I was, it bothered me for days. People just live, live your life, have happiness, enjoy football for the enjoyment of it. Okay. Chill, like Aaron Rodgers says, calm down. <laughs> anyway, hope everybody has a great week, and I will see you next week on The Chris Carpenter Show.